Teton Therapy has been serving the community of Riverton, Lander, Cheyenne, and Sheridan since 2001. They offer a wide range of advanced outpatient physical and occupational therapy solutions to improve and overcome pain from injury, surgery, and disabilities. Teton Therapy offers free 30-minute consults in all four locations in Lander, Riverton, Sheridan, and Cheyenne. Thank you, Teton Therapy, for sponsoring the Local Ladies Call to Action. Hello, Riverton and Fremont County. This is Bethany Baldus with the Local Ladies Call to Action. Today, I am here with my co-host, Kaya Reed. <laughs> How are you doing today, Kaya? I'm great. How are you, Bethany? Good. And this month, we are going to be talking about PAWS, which is our local shelter. So go ahead. Yes, um, PAWS is a near and dear one to my heart. So I was more than thrilled to like be my first co-host with this one. <laughs> so um, across the table from us, we have Pamela Canham. She is a longtime PAWS board member, has worked her way up, and now she's the chairman? Yes. 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 So welcome, Pamela. Welcome, Pamela. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming in on this nice cold day. <laughs> hey, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. You know, the roads were not horribly awful. Yeah. yeah. At least yes. we don't have to travel. Yeah, we don't have to travel too far in Riverton, luckily. Yeah. yeah. And yes. when you go 20 miles an hour, nobody's, you know, on your bumper going... Go faster. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and if courteous. you plan everything out right, then you don't have to worry so much about um, going multiple places, just one place after the next. That's so. right. That's <laughs> right. That's how my day has been planned. So yes. there we have it. Perfect. <laughs> so go ahead. Um, tell us a little bit about PAUSE and what the shelter does. Okay. PAUSE for Life uh, actually is the nonprofit organization that runs the Riverton Animal Adoption Center for the city of Riverton. Uh, it, the, the shelter is a city entity. So, um, but we are responsible for raising the money to keep it going and running the day-to-day -day operations uh, of the shelter. We have been doing this for 15 years. So I have to say, over the last 15 years, because I'm a lifelong resident, the work you guys have done has been phenomenal. I remember yes, when my dog got put in doggy jail when um, I was a kid, and it was kind of like jail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you just don't feel that way anymore. I think that the shelter, you guys have done a lovely job. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Well, before we took over, they would euthanize every animal in there every seven days. Mm. We are a no-kill shelter. Right. Yes. The only time that we even consider euthanization is if the animal is so sick or injured that nothing we can do medically right. is going to give that animal a quality of life or if the animal is so feral and so aggressive that it would be irresponsible of us to adopt that animal out into the community. Um, I want to say, well, an example. Last month, we took in 88 animals. We cats had and dogs. Cats and dogs. And we uh, unfortunately had to euthanize one animal for aggression. Mm. Uh, but, you know, we, we are a no-kill we have animals that have been there for a year, 
two years, they will be with us until they find their forever home or until they pass of natural causes. Sure. Well, and you guys also have great programs like what you do with the Honor Farm as well, I correct? know. <laughs> I was going to talk about <laughs> yeah. that as well. Yeah, we are really excited about our Honor Dog program. That's been going on for several years. What we do is we take four of our dogs and we place them with inmate handlers. They're matched with inmate handlers that have been screened, vetted, the whole nine yards by the honor farm. And these dogs live with these handlers 24-7 for eight weeks. Mm -hmm. They do rotate handlers. Uh, we've, at first, when we first started this, we did not do rotations on the handlers, and we found that the bonds that were formed were really, really hard to break sure. for both the inmates and the animals. Sure. Uh -huh. um, and it, it's still difficult, uh, even when you're rotating, uh, because they do become attached, right. both, both the two-legged and the four-legged. Uh, but once they leave this program, they have pay, passed the AKC basic obedience class, they are crate trained, leash trained, potty trained. They get a little bit of agility training. They used to do the uh, canine good citizen testing. I am not sure that that is still going on, but they have a new gentleman who is head of this program who has a lot of experience training dogs, and so we're hoping that that will come back into uh, into play with right. their with their education, as it were. <laughs> but when we when these dogs get out of the honor dog program, they're like good to go. You don't have to do any of the the hard work. There was a couple of years ago. There was one with like lighter colored eyes. I wanted that dog so bad. So like, well, and I, do you guys just pick them out like for the four? Are yes. they, do they usually have some issues or are they kind of? Some of them, uh, some of them do. And, and some of them are just really bright and eager. You know, it, it just depends. Right. Who's and there at the time? Gina is very good at picking the ones that Maybe l need a little help with their manners. <laughs> <laughs> that could be said for people too, though, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't going to go there. But, <laughs> but um, and when they do graduate, I have to say that most of, uh, most of the time they already have forever homes. Very awesome. Uh, because people will see their picture on our Facebook page or on our website, and they'll go, oh, this is an honor dog. Yep. <laughs> and they'll come fill out the application. Every once in a while, we do have a few graduates that come back to the shelter, but more often than not, they go directly from the program to their new forever home. And it's all about community partners like that. So you have the Honor Farm, but then you also have the Stock Doc. They do a lot for the shelter. Oh, correct? the Stock Doc does a tremendous amount for us. Um, they do all of our veterinary work. They do it all at a significant discount. And 
they go above and beyond for a lot of our shelter babies. And we have one down at the clinic right now that is a perfect example. And he is a Border Collie German Shepherd mix. Mm. He is absolutely gorgeous. He's got the greatest ears. He's got like these German oh. Shepherd ears. I love ears on dogs. Oh, yeah. That's the one, you know, that's the first thing I look at is what their ears look <laughs> yep. like. But, uh, and he is the sweetest, sweetest dog you will ever meet in your whole life. He's four years old and he came down with Parvo. Mm. And Dr. Kate Thompson, who is our one of our new vets, she's been here about a year. She was like, "We are going to save this dog." Aww. Thank you. <laughs> well, I've seen pictures of him. He has the feeding tube, right? Yes, or, but yes. his feeding tube is now out. Oh, he good. Finally, he's eating on his own. Um, but I mean, they just the the time and the love and the care that Goose has gotten at the clinic to keep him going. And he he's a fighter. Mm. You know, he... Uh, and he listens. He's incredibly intelligent. Well, I would <laughs> say with those two breeds, he'd have to be. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, MJ, who is one of our vet techs, and you will find someone back in the ICU, I, uh, ISO area, uh, numerous times during the day, just checking on him and talking mm. to him. And MG went back at one point last week, and she looked at him, and she goes, okay, enough. You either are going to have to eat food, or you're going to die. <laughs> so about 20 minutes later, there's Goose eating his food. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> he so we're like, go, MG. Well, they do a lot of stuff um, as far as helping people get vaccinations through the year and that kind of stuff, Yes, yes. And and that is the one thing that we really, really stress at the Stock Doc is please vaccinate your dogs and your cats and your horses and your cats, (laughs) you know, all of your animals. And goose is is a prime example. Most parvo cases are in puppies, but he's four years old but he didn't have all his Parvo shots. Right. They're $15 a piece. Right. And one of the reasons that we have sort of a funding campaign going on for Goose right now is his vet bill is several thousand dollars Mm -hmm. at this point between all the meds and the IVs and the feeding tube and the -the round-the-clock care that he's been getting. And it's all worth it. It's worth every penny of it because he is just, he's a sweetheart. He's just amazing. And he will make someone a phenomenal, phenomenal companion. Um, But, you know, it's vaccinations, Deworm, flea and tick. Mm -hmm. These things don't cost very much. Right. But if you don't do them. That costs a lot. (laughs) It costs a whole lot, especially heartworm. A lot of people go, oh, Mm -hmm. this is Wyoming. We don't have heartworm. Yes, we do. Uh, We've had a couple of dogs in our clinic that are battling heartworm. And instead of 20 bucks a month for heartworm meds, these owners were looking at hundreds of dollars to try and save their animals. Right, right. So, I mean, please, 
Yeah, the old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. <laughs> yes. Um, I do have to ask both of you, Kay, as a for, former board member, how do you not adopt all the dogs? Well, I think that would be a really hard part. <laughs> it was really hard. Space. Space is your biggest thing. <laughs> um, no, I when I came on the board, it was 2014, so it was the year I was pregnant with uh, my little guy, Ethan, and I, my thing was, was like, this is how I want to serve. You know, I want to be on the board, but I also knew that there was more to it than being on the board. You know, we go down there on Christmas and we give the staff there that's full time the day off. They, we clean for them in the morning. Mm. And so then they don't have to go in and do that. And that meant something to me. It's like, no, okay, there's more to just looking after these animals and realizing who's on the board and who's in the care makes you feel so much better because I did have that thing I was like if I go in there I'm gonna want them all but you know they're gonna give me those puppy eyes or those little sad <laughs> and they are so eyes. cute <laughs> they are cute but when you see that they are loved there and taking care of there and you realize that they're not on the street obviously rebreeding or having the chance of getting hit by a car or looking for their next meal it just made it that much easier I, I always think that it's so amazing the difference between getting a dog that's a year plus and starting out with a puppy. Um, we got we have one that we rescued, um, and she was a year old when we got her. She is the best dog on earth. Like I don't think that we give that puppy year credit for like as terrible as it can be. Right. Those. those I don't know if that obviously wouldn't be a senior dog, but those seasoned animals yes. they are there's something to be said about that our, our cat is that way too she is the most phenomenal cat and she came from the shelter down here and it's like yeah. I wouldn't trade her for the world because yep. she knows what it is to have heartache and to struggle but so it makes it so she's not so spoiled that she can't can't stand her although she's still a cat yeah. <laughs> well and that is the one thing that I found too is rescue animals they know that they have been rescued, mm-hmm. that they have been saved, and they will show you that love. And not that other dogs won't. Sure. Obviously, they do. Uh, they do. But um, the devotion and and the love that you get from a rescue is is very special. But I wanted to kind of go back. You were we were talking about. Kaya said they're not out there rebreeding. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's yes. to spay and neuter. <laughs> yes. And I want to make sure that people understand that every animal that goes out of our shelter is spayed or neutered. They are microchipped. They are vaccinated. They are dewormed. They've had a vet check. Um, you know, they, they've had the whole package. And Hundreds I know the, of dollars of vet bills right there. Yes. <laughs> yes. For a relatively low adoption fee. Right. And I know there are people that go, oh, I'll just get a free puppy from Walmart or out of the paper. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Or one of those things. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so if you are a responsible pet owner and you get this free puppy or this free kitten... Then you're going to pay for the spaying and the neutering and the vaccinations and the deworming and the well check and the microchip. And you're going to be spending a whole lot more than if you had gone down and adopted at the shelter. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And you guys get puppies. If people want to start out with a puppy, you get puppies occasionally, don't you? Oh, we yes. do. Yeah. We do. And, and there is a puppy season. Uh, right. Usually during the spring, season. yes. <laughs> kind of like how there's all kinds of little animals around, huh? Yes, usually in the spring. And normally, 
we usually experience like a couple times a year that are kitten season. It's sort of a year-long thing right now in our community. It's We always seem to have kittens. And I really want to thank the families that came out for our adoption event on Saturday. We adopted out all seven cats that we oh, had. Oh, that's fantastic. Because you guys are over full in cats right oh, now, Oh, yes. 60-some-odd oh. cats. Yeah. Oh. And they're beautiful. Yes. And they're sweet. Yes. Well, that was, uh, the kids and I went um, in September just to go love on some animals. And I can, like, I, I was nervous with my kids, like, petting and loving on everybody. But I could not believe how nice all of those cats were. Like, you just never know about a cat. But they mm-hmm. were, every single one of them was just, and they let you know if they weren't that kind of cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and. There's a lot of interaction. We do as much as we possibly can with socialization. I say we, our kennel staff, and we have an amazing, an amazing kennel staff. And Gina Gladman, who is our shelter manager, we've told her numerous times she's never, ever allowed to leave. (laughs) I agree. I agree. (laughs) But, I mean, they, they give these animals, dogs and cats, a lot of love during the day. And they play with them and they, you know, the cats, they hold them. Some of the dogs, they hold them. Because we had one dog in there, and I apologize, I don't remember his name, cutest thing you've ever seen he now has a forever home but his favorite thing in the whole world was to hug you oh (laughs) you would get down and he would just get up and hug you so yeah he was a hugger but uh in addition to the honor farm program we have a couple other programs that people may not be aware of if you have kiddos that just want to come down and read or if you have kids that are kind of struggling with reading we have a program where kids can come down and we've got these big pillows they sit on and they read to the dogs and the cats cool and dogs and cats don't care if you make a mistake (laughs) right (laughs) they just like the fact that you're sitting there talking to them Mm -hmm. and and saying words and they figure it's all about them and that's fine you know but this is this is one program that we really enjoy Mm -hmm. is having the kids and we have a lot of kids that come down and and visit and volunteer and love on them but that we do have that reading program very cool we also have partnered with uh, a nonprofit called northwest battle buddies out of washington state mm-hmm. the gal that started it her brother lives in powell okay and he is the one that trains the dogs and they are trained as service dogs for veterans awesome they have come down picked out and trained five of our dogs. Very awesome. I hit, I just met a general the a uh, couple weeks ago, and he had a service dog with him. And how um, basically what he was telling us that what this dog does is he has such bad sleep apnea mm-hmm. that it wakes him up at night if he stops breathing. And so like it's it, like with PTSD and stuff like that, it's amazing the benefits of a. Um, service animals so that sounds like an amazing program yeah and and actually I need to back up because they are not 
considered service dogs are right. considered Th- companions. Therapy dogs. Okay. okay. Yeah. A service dog is one that is trained right, to right, wake right. him up. Right, right, right. Uh, but the ours are trained as therapy dogs. So probably more for PTSD and stuff like yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Very good. But they are currently serving veterans. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely just as important. And we are just so thrilled that they even they came down and, and got our animals. Mm-hmm. And this this goes back a few years in 2015, but I have to do a little bragging. <laughs> in 2015, Gina got the mail, and she opened it up, and she called me and went, uh, Pam, we have a check here from Miranda Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda Lambert has a nonprofit foundation called the Mutt Nation Foundation. Mm-hmm. She and her mom actually bought the animal shelter in her hometown. Wow. And they run that. But every year she does, she has an initiative that is called 50 Shelters, 50 States. It's nothing you can apply for. They just pick them. They pick them. They do all the legwork. They do all their homework. They have a whole list of criteria that you have to meet. And in 2015, we were chosen for the state of Wyoming, which just tickled us to death. Yes, that's very awesome. You know, it's it's always nice to know that somebody notices when you're doing it right. Right. (laughs) So um, if somebody wanted to get involved um, on a volunteering base with the shelter, what, what are some of the best things that a family could do besides uh, adopt? Yeah. <laughs> well, because we're not always all in that season of life to be able to come adopt. Absolutely. There are any number of things. We, like I said, we do have families that come down and the kids just hold the cats or talk to them or pet them. We can kind of handpick dogs that are suitable for whatever age these right. kids are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for interaction. Coming down and walking dogs. Now, this time of year, we don't get a lot of volunteers to walk dogs because it's cold out there. <laughs> However, but the dogs still need to be the walked. The dogs still need to be walked. So if you are a hearty soul <laughs> or have a heated jacket or something, <laughs> yeah, get one of those heated vests or heated jackets and then you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Or walk faster. Walk faster. Get a fast dog. <laughs> yes. Oh, we have plenty of those. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. But um what are some of the other things? The reading, the walking, just coming down and petting. You guys have a list of donations. We have a wish list. And if a family wanted to get something off of our wish list, our wish list is on our website. And it is posted periodically on our Facebook page. And it doesn't have to be something wildly expensive. We feed all of our animals animals Purina. The dogs get the green bag. The cats get the blue bag. Mm -hmm. Obviously, with 60 cats at the shelter, we need lots of kitty litter. (laughs) Yes. And um, I do have to say that the Eagle Scouts, Dustin Miller and the Eagle Scouts, did two food drives for us last month so we have a lot of food right now but we still need kitty litter (laughs) (laughs) well and and it's such a i mean 
you have a lot, but that's an ongoing. Oh yes, feast, yes. Sure. <laughs> well, and you also need like paper towels and blankets that um, don't have stuffing. Yeah, no stuffing. No stuffing. No stuffing. No pillows. Um, because if you and this is from experience, you put a pillow in with an animal and they'll lie on it for a little while, and then they'll get bored and they'll shred it. Right. Uh, it's like know, it snowed so. inside their kennel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So nothing with stuffing, please. Uh, but. Clorox wipes mm, are yes. another thing that we use a ton of. Do you have a specific like laundry soap? Do you not? just nothing that's uh, just your basic Sick. generic? It doesn't have to be lavender scented right. or probably uh, less scenting. Less, less, yeah. less is more. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to these guys, uh, but towels. Towels, yeah. Old towels that you have. We can always use towels. Doggy shampoo. Mm, oh, sure. Because yeah. we we frequently, especially if we have puppies, there's a lot of bathing going on. Do you need any of like the like tick treatment or like flea treatment, or is that something that you just administrate through the stock dock mainly? Because I know you can do some of that stuff with a bath. Yeah, um, that actually, realistically, Kaya, is a question that Gina would probably be able to answer okay. better than than I. I know that they have a, a stash of it. Okay. But, uh, and we generally use the topical oh. because it is less expensive. Just as effective. And, and just as effective. And if we... If we have animals that have been there for a prolonged period of time and it doesn't look like they're going to find a forever home anytime soon, um, it's conceivable that we can put them on the monthly ones. But if you've got a dog that's coming in and they get adopted three weeks later, starting them on a monthly regimen kind of goes out the window. Right. That's a good question. For like a typical dog... um or a cat, and I know it depends on how many you have at the time, but what's usually the turnaround rate for an animal, would you say, the average? Oh, man, I don't know that there is an average. It just depends. It depends on the time of year. It depends on the animal. Um, if it's cuter than Christmas, it can be there for... <laughs> five seconds. Five <laughs> seconds, literally. If it's a purebred, mm. it will be in and out of there in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. If it is a small dog, right, it will be in and out of there in a matter of it's, days. It's all of like the bigger like pit mixes and stuff like that that yeah. kind of get left for a while, right? Yeah, big they labs. do, which is which is sad. It is. They're they're incredible dogs. They are. I I love pits. I think they're marvelous, marvelous dogs. And I was just tickled to death when I saw this article on Facebook the other day about uh, a pit bull. That is now a canine for the New York State Troopers. Right. And uh, I thought, yes. And there actually are quite a few pit bulls that are now being used as police dogs. Right. Like, let's let's kill the stigma of them being such bad animals. Yeah. And, I mean, they can be. Mm-hmm. So can a chihuahua. Yes. (laughs) I always say that if my little dog had acted, if my big dog acted the way my little dog was, she wouldn't be allowed to exist. (laughs) Because little dogs can be brats. Well, you know, and realistically, 
If you look at the statistics, if you look at the numbers, more people are bitten by chihuahuas and dachshunds every year than pretty much all your bully breeds combined. Yeah, right. The difference is they have little tiny mouths. Right. So the injuries aren't. So the injuries are generally not nearly as uh, overwhelming as a bully breed, like your Pitt and your Roddy and your German Shepherds and your Dobies. Um, So, yeah. Pitts are lovely dogs. They are. They are. We found one a couple years ago when we took him down to the shelter. I always wondered what happened to him. I'm sure he left relatively quickly he was just wandering the street up here he was the most beautiful white guy i like ever seen and i was like i tried so hard to convince my husband but (laughs) (laughs) well we but but, uh, not always when they're running around like that are they strays though too that you need to take them down so they can find their home if absolutely do a lot of that too correct we do and we really encourage people if you find a stray dog um, and and you choose to keep it at your home, please make sure that you put something out there. Call the shelter. Call the police department. Put something on Facebook letting people know that you found this dog and it's safe and you're looking for its owner. Don't just automatically assume that it right. doesn't have one. Right. Um, because there could be somebody out there that's just devastated sure. because their dog is missing. Sure. So, you know, please, please have the courtesy to do that. And if nobody ever claims the dog, then you have this wonderful baby. Speaking of the city of Riverton in that um, respect, can you talk a little bit about the tags? Um, because I know there was some... Um, like the, oh, what are they called the, the city tags yeah when the, you get rabies the pet yes. licensing yeah pet licensing there yeah. We go. yeah and if you live in the city limits you are required to have a city pet license and you also in order to get one your dog has to be vaccinated against rabies every dog every cat should be vaccinated against rabies it is a horrible disease for both animals and humans and i know that there are people that say well my cat is an indoor cat it never goes out so why should i get a rabies shot well that's all well and good if someone comes over to visit and your cat decides that they don't like them and they attack them and they bite them and they maul them uh most cats don't do quite that much damage, but some <laughs> cats do. Right. Uh, if you, if it causes significant injury to that individual, and they have to go and get treatment for it, if your cat doesn't have a rabies vaccination, it down. yes, it will be euthanized. Is that really the risk you want to take? For a $25 vaccination. Well, and they have the three-year one now, yeah. too, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you get one initially, and it's good for a year. You go back, it's good for three years. Right. You can get your pet, your city pet license down at the animal shelter. And the one thing that we want people to understand is the shelter gets that money. Okay. Yes. The money for the licenses come to help run the shelter. And Kaya can attest to the fact that uh, 
if you're a board member for PAWS, we're constantly raising money. (laughs) And in this economy, it is a challenge. Mm -hmm. And we understand that. One of the things that we have tried to do uh, this last year is come up with ways that people can donate to the shelter without really spending any extra money. Right. And now that the holidays are coming up, this is the perfect time. If you shop on Amazon, mm-hmm. please go to Amazon Smile, pick Pause as your charity, and everything you buy on Amazon, a percentage will come to the shelter. And we make significant money do on you? that. We do. Very good. And the more people, and you don't have to buy hundreds of dollars. Well, but we all worth. do buy hundreds of dollars. Well, <laughs> yes, but you don't have to. <laughs> There's another website called igive.com. Uh, it doesn't cost anything to sign up, they don't send you spam emails. But if you go on to igive.com, pick Pause as your charity, they have thousands of retailers affiliated with them. And we're talking, uh, you know, Cabela's and Land's End and Macy's and Kohl's and all the places that most of us are going to want to shop. And if you go to those websites through igive.com, Every single retailer gives a certain percentage of your purchase to pause. Very awesome. Yeah, and it varies. So that's just some education, too, like letting people know that those options are out there. Yes, absolutely. Are you guys set up at Smith's as well? We are. Okay. Yeah, that was my next one (laughs) is, yes, sign up, pick pause as your charity on your Smith's card, and when you go buy groceries which we all do every week. Uh, At our wine grocery store. (laughs) Yes. You know, a portion of your purchase will go to pause. Very awesome. Go to the depot the first Tuesday night of every month for margaritas for mutts. Oh, I didn't know you guys were doing that. Yes. First Tuesday of every month from 5 to 9, the depot will donate 10% of whatever they make, and that's food, beverage, Whatever they sell. Cool. It's not just margaritas. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we call it margaritas for mutts, but food counts. Yes. (laughs) Food does count. But that's an ongoing Mm -hmm. program that the depot does with us, and we want to thank them profusely uh, because it has has been a a really big uh, continuing flow for us. And. Then you guys have two fundraisers a year. We have two big ones, but before we get okay. into those, I just I during the holidays, uh, this is the first time that they have done it. But uh, Taco John's. Oh, you guys are their charity. We are their charity. Cool. Go in and buy a nachos navidad, and they for everyone they sell. That a portion of the the proceeds goes to pause. Oh, that's awesome! And this started on November fourth, and it has raised a 
nice chunk of change. Awesome. <laughs> and it will continue through the middle of December. Oh, very nice. Uh, they also have donation jars. So if you don't want a nachos Navidad, but you want to do something for the shelter, you can put 50 cents or a dollar or whatever. Right. Uh, starting next week, if you bring in five pounds of food, uh, dog food, cat food, you will get a free dessert. Oh, cool. oh at Taco John's? Yes, oh, at Taco cool. John's. Yeah. So, they do such a, like, I think that they're kind of some of our unsung heroes sometimes. Taco John's they, does so much for our community. They do. They are a phenomenal community partner. Mm-hmm. And another kind of unsung hero, at least for Paws, is Pizza Hut. Oh. They have done two fundraisers for us. Mm-hmm. And the last one that they did for us, I want to say we made like $700, $800. Wow. Very good. Yeah. And again, it's a percentage of what they sell on a certain day. Right. And uh, so, again, we want to thank them. And Pause is not the only... Sure. Yep. They've done... One they do. They do a bunch of them. You know, and I think that's always... and I. This is a common theme that seems to come out in my podcasts, but <laughs> this community is so giving in that way. Oh like, gosh. I mean, I'm sure that we're missing so many entities that do give to the shelter or to pause right now, just because there's so, like, we're so fortunate to be in this community and all of the support that we get. We are. And, and not just with pause. I know right now at the stock dock, we have uh, every year, before Christmas, we do an angel fund mm-hmm. fundraiser, and we do it for someone in the community who is struggling right now, who needs our help. And this year, there is a lovely lady. She's an older lady. She is really struggling right now due to a death in the family, and uh, she is a devoted pet owner. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, she, we we really want to help her out. So we have our angel fund raffle, and we have some amazing baskets and items. Uh, I could, the list is. <laughs> Where do people find like the list? This On the Stock Doc Facebook page, we okay. have a Christmas angel fund album mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. And I will remind people, it is a raffle, not a silent auction. (laughs) It's kind of confusing. We've done a silent auction in the past, and so we've found that some people are bidding on the items, but it is a raffle. Raffle tickets are $5 a piece or 5 for 20 And if you don't want to go down to the clinic, but you see something in the album that you want, you can call the clinic, give them a credit card number. Our front desk staff will take your tickets and put them in the proper container so that, you know, you have a, a chance to win that. But we How long is that going through? It is going through the middle of December. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, possibly until the 20th, but we will draw uh, a winner before Christmas. So... Wonderful Christmas gifts. gifts. I mean, we've got a high mountain seasoning. Do you want to talk about a company that contributes (laughs) to this community? Oh, my heavens. But, uh, I mean, there's over 
$200 worth of product in this basket. I kind of like that concept more than silent auctions, like to do an auction. Mm -hmm. I could get behind that. Or not, yeah, a, a raffle. A raffle, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Like, I'm never the last person on a silent auction, and if I am, I've spent too much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have, so, we have yet another thing in common. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was the last name? Uh. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Does someone that, that, want it out there? Well, and it seems like, uh, and then everybody, kind of, it's a caution. I, I kind of like that uh, that concept. It sounds like yeah, a lot definitely. of fun. I'll have to go check it out. Yes, absolutely. Because, and one of our uh, vet techs, person of all trades at the stock doc, Mary Ellen Royalance, made these earrings and a necklace out of Damascus steel oh, and wow. garnet. They are... And you could win them for $5 or 5 could. for 20 <laughs> And they would retail probably close to $100. They are cool. gorgeous. Everybody... We know who has all the tickets, though. She's sitting across from us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when Mary Ellen brought in her, her donation to the Angel Fund, Dr. Townsend was going, oh, those are mine. <laughs> and I went, Miranda, I'm putting them on Facebook. <laughs> Why? <laughs> She's like, okay, I'm not speaking to you. So that's, um, people can find that Facebook, Stock Doc. Stock Doc. Yep, the Just Stock, stock Doc. Doc. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Absolutely. And, and it is an album. So just go take a look if you're headed down. And, and I will be honest, right now we have just put in new flooring, completely repainted the clinic. We have this beautiful new look, but all of our angel fun items are in the barn at the moment. <laughs> They're not out in the front lobby. So the best place at this particular point in time to uh, see them is on our Facebook, on Facebook. page. Okay. Yeah. Unless you want to go hang out in the bar. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> but it's cold. No, it's a heated bar. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a heated, heated bar. It's a nice yeah. bar. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a nice heated barn, and there's this <laughs> lovely sweet horse that's hanging out in there right now. So, yeah, you can go pet the horse and look at the <laughs> angel fun. <laughs> Say hi to Goose. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah you that know. could be quite the trip. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, it could be a lot of fun. They'll be so... Every, uh, the stock dog is going to be so impressed. We sent hordes of people down. <laughs> <laughs> they will be as long the as the podcast said. <laughs> yeah, as long as as long as they don't all have appointments because we are a little shy on veterinarians right now I because heard. we have a new baby. Oh, exciting! Doctor Brandy had a little girl Saturday morning, Miss Amira. Aww. So welcome to the world, Miss Amira. She's <laughs> absolutely beautiful. But Brandy will be out for about three months. Yep. Uh, so we're we're down a vet, and uh, you know, just plan plan ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so where is the best place for people to find information on the pause for life and the shelter? Okay. Our website, pauseforliferiverton.org. Okay. And then our Facebook page, which is pause for life animal league. And Gina, between Gina and I, we try to keep things up to date. That's part of my job at the Stock Doc is is social media. So I try and help Gina out a bit with it. 
uh, because she's got so much on her plate. Sure. I'm sure that could be a full-time position at the oh, yeah. shelter if you had those funds like, uh, very easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, at one point, it was. Mandy Apodaca Nation was our community outreach coordinator. And she bailed on us. (laughs) I'm only joking, Mandy. I'm only joking. (laughs) Because she is doing amazing, wonderful work right now. Mm -hmm. She has the Spotted Buffalo dog boarding business and Tahoe's Rescue Ranch with rescued horses. Cool. And so, and she's doing dog obedience, which is much needed in this community Mm -hmm. because people are constantly looking for someone uh, to do that. So we, we, forgive her but <laughs> only because she's doing good things yes yes. <laughs> yes and we love her but uh one of the things right now that we are looking for are just volunteers to help with our events and we do two big fundraisers a year the one that is coming up is on february 22nd which is marty Paws. And that is the Saturday before Mardi Gras. And it will be a Cajun dinner. And Barcode 307 is playing once again. (laughs) Bless you guys. We love you. We love you. We love you. (laughs) Yes. And let's see. We'll have a raffle. And this year, what we're we're just going to do the one raffle. And we are calling it discover wyoming we are going to have several weekend trips throughout the state of wyoming cool that's what we did a couple of years ago for our family vacation was we did weekend trips uh-huh our state is phenomenal yes. for different yes. locations that's what i want to do now that ethan's getting at that age i'm so excited we don't even have to, i mean we can leave our state but we don't even have to because it's yeah. so yeah. fast that's so awesome. and that's what we want to do i mean you don't have to worry about airfare you can you know obviously some of these places will have you know, time periods when you can and cannot right. come. Because of snow. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, except for some of the <laughs> snow-related snowmobile <laughs> well, true. places. And true, then they're going to want you there. <laughs> but, uh, no, so this is what our raffle is going to be this year, is mm. Explore Wyoming. Cool. We will also have our Mardi Gras contest mm-hmm. once again. <laughs> Last year when we did this, we were kind of like, okay, we're not sure how this is going to go over. <laughs> we had 19 people do Mardi Bras. So what do they do for a Mardi Bras? I'm curious. They take a bra <laughs> and they bedazzle it. Okay. Yes. So we, much fun. <laughs> we even had some businesses where everybody got involved in being So like Christmas trees, except a yeah. bra. A bra. Yeah, yep. basically, yeah. The <laughs> festival of bras. No. <laughs> Only it's more fun to call it a Mardi Gras. Yes. Sure, um, I like it. Yeah. But okay. we had, yeah, we had 19 people. We had the cherry bombs. We had several of them who came and modeled the bras oh, over their t-shirts sure. and turtlenecks. <laughs> family-friendly event. Yeah, family-friendly <laughs> event, absolutely. We even had a couple of guys who went around and modeled them. <laughs> but the way that you vote for your favorite Mardi Gras is with cash. Awesome. And so that's just a way to generate a little, but we don't have any auctions. We want people to come eat good food, be able to visit with their friends, dance to an amazing band, and uh, 
and especially that time of year, people are kind of cabin fever right. crazy. So it gives you an opportunity to get out and just cut loose. Uh, we will have hurricanes <laughs> available. <laughs> the drink. The, the drink, drink, yes. Yeah. No. We're right landlocked. Wyoming, yeah, yeah, we're a little yeah. landlocked. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no. Uh, Susan Skidmore has a truly amazing hurricane recipe. So <laughs> we will, I mean, it'll basically be, uh, for those of you who went last year, look forward to the same fun and good time. If you did not make it last year, well, you missed out on a really fun evening and you need to And be here's there. your chance to go this year. <laughs> That's right. That or is not this year, in 2020. 2020, 2020. yes. Yes. But we will have beads and masks for everyone who comes. And if you want to come dressed up in your Mardi Gras regalia, please feel free. Fun. Yeah. Fun, fun. Yeah. Very fun. So that will be our February event. And then uh, our annual Paws and Pearls in mm-hmm. September. And that is the biggie. Right. Yes. That is the one that keeps the doors open. We changed up the format a little this year, and we were so glad we did mm-hmm. because we moved the event from Heritage Hall to St. Margaret's. Okay. So there's more room. It feels much more spacious. We added a band. Okay. Yes. Lost Springs Band, and they mm-hmm. will be playing again next year. They asked if they could, and we went, oh, gee, I don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll twist my arm. <laughs> yeah. So they will be playing. We will have silent and live auction in addition to, and I cannot thank Jerome at Golden mm. Buffalo oh, enough. Yes. Did you see the necklace I've he made? Seen, right. Yes, I have seen him. Yeah. It's amazing it's basically white golden diamond paw mm-hmm. that he and it's a signature piece you can't go in and buy one you have to win it yep. judy bauman at cornerstone realty won it this past year and we'll talk about that later no <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful though it is and i was and tickled another to community death partner in that respect, absolutely yep. no yep. cornerstone has always been a phenomenal partner of ours uh but uh and i was thrilled when judy won it and it's so cute because the way we do it is a lot of times when you go to these events they will sell the the roses the flowers with the raffle ticket on it because this was paws and pearls we had three faux pearl stretch bracelets that were tied together with paw print ribbon that had a a raffle Raffle ticket ticket. on it Mm -hmm. so before they draw for the raffle, I see Judy. She's got faux pearl bracelets <laughs> up to her elbows on both arms. And I'm she like, was getting that. I was like, okay. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was well, trust me, it was well worth it. <laughs> she has lots of faux, faux pearls and That's a right. necklace. That's so. right. <laughs> and I was amazed because when we got them, we had no idea what they were going to look like, the, the pearl bracelets, but they were really nice looking that sounds like a lot of fun yeah but uh we have cut back on the number of live auction items we were up to like 30 something live auction items and this this year we had 11 and it was perfect we had a lot of silent auction 
items, which is fine. You know, mm-hmm. pe- it, it, people have the chance and the time. And we had some phenomenal live auction items, uh, as uh, as well as the silent auction right. items. And we try and change it up every year so that people have something to look forward to seeing rather than, oh, okay, they're going to have this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we do try and constantly keep changing what we are offering uh, to hit all segments of the population. And w- with our silent auction especially, we would like for everyone to be able to come and get something, you know, be able to afford to get something if they want to. Right. The other thing that we did this year, and we we had some response on it, we're hoping maybe next year that it will be even better, and that is we had envelopes on every table and each envelope had a picture of one of our rescue, mm-hmm. our shelter babies. And if there wasn't anything on the silent auction, if there wasn't anything in the live auction, if what you have to donate to the shelter is $5, $50, whatever, you can put it in the envelope, leave it at the, at the registration desk on your way out. That's a fantastic idea. Well, we, we borrowed that. From, <laughs> from Abba's house. Well, Thank you, I, Kim. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not like you guys have a lack of creativity in, within your board. Like, it sounds like you guys are doing a lot. And then you have all your adoption days. Yes, we have our adoption you, yeah. events. Um, we have craft fair coming up on the 7th of December at St. Margaret's. We will have a table there. And we will have a lot of really neat things. I Heart Dogs, which is... A website that uh, sells dog-related products, and we partner with iHeart Dogs. We are able to get a significant discount through them to obtain things to sell uh, at the craft fair. And the thing that we love about iHeart Dogs is we are a partner with them, mm-hmm. and for everything that they sell, it provides either meals, toys, or beds for shelter animals. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, we are not eligible for the food part of it because there is no uh, animal food bank in the state of Wyoming, hmm. which well, we may have to change. That can be our next goal. That's right. <laughs> we are going to start a food bank. <laughs> not but, yet. Don't, don't hold anybody to that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but our, our dogs uh, do get, can get toys and beds cool. through them, uh, you know, for everything that we, we sell. So, and the Stock Doc also partners with iHeart Dogs. I feel like we could go on forever. We could. Like, you've been a fantastic guest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so impressed with all of the things that the, um, that the shelter is doing. And I guess it goes to show, from the beginning of the show where I talked about 15, previous to 15 years ago when I went and it felt like jail, it takes all of this work and dedication through your guys' board and Gina and the volunteers and the community partners and that's really what's creating this beautiful place for these pets to be able to just have their time in the shelter and then go to their forever home so I just really appreciate everything you guys are doing well thank you sweetie I mean that's our goal is to make sure that all of those precious babies are cared for and loved and and find a a family that Mm -hmm. will love them forever um, and, and it is, it's a lot of work. 
we are currently looking for some new board members. I was going to ask if you were looking for board members. We so. are. Um, and Kaya, as a former board member, do you recommend this board? Well, of <laughs> course. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, you have to have a heart of gold that wants to help not just the animals, but our community thrive to live with the animals. You know, you've got to, you, you know, you just, yeah. Main thing is you got to have a love for animals. It's, if you don't love animals, then this is There's not the board lines. for you. There's plenty <laughs> of other boards, but um if you love animals, it is a great one to start with, and there's and so many great people on the board that will help you. If somebody's interested, and that's a great thing if somebody is unable to adopt at the time mm-hmm. to be able to serve in that way. Yeah. Um, if somebody was interested in being on the board, do they just go to the shelter? They could get in touch with Gina, or they could call me at the stock doc. Okay. Um, and I, I, I do need to say that being on the PAWS board uh, we are a working board. Yeah, uh, you can tell just yeah. from we filled fifty five minutes. Like it's it's not like you guys are just sitting around for sure. You're yeah. definitely doing a lot of work. So yeah, yeah. I I would say that if you plan on joining that board, to be ready to be busy. <laughs> Absolutely, and we do try and make it so that not. I mean, not everybody has to participate right. in everything. Right. We ask that you do participate in, you know, as many events or functions as you can. Right. Uh, for Paws and Pearls, it's pretty much all hands on deck, uh, simply because of the intensity of putting on an event like that, mm-hmm. as Kaya can attest to. And I also have to say that we are so blessed to have Kaya Reed <laughs> in our corner uh, and you know she's volunteering with us right now. We're all hoping that at some point she comes back to the. <laughs> yeah, board. I got to bring that honoree board member back too. <laughs> well, <Ethan>. yes, <laughs> Ethan is an honorary board member and has been since literally day one. Mm-hmm. Um, he just so didn't know it. He's a board member in training, is how we like to put it. it it's just the so. seasons of life. I'm sure she'll be back. Oh yeah, yes. she's no. never too far away. No. And and we totally under, and we we have a couple of people that and we totally get it. Mm-hmm. Believe me, we all go through those sure. those periods, and uh, we understood completely when Kaya said she had to just take a break, and we're like, your seat is reserved for you whenever <laughs> you're to ready help. to come back. She gets to help with this little project of mine, so it'll be good. Yes, <laughs> yes. So. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming oh, in today. Oh, Bethany, this has been my pleasure. Thank you. I thank you, Kaya. doubt that this will be the last time Paz is on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling we could probably fill another hour of just probably. information. Probably. Yes. We'll, we'll save everybody for that day. <laughs> yeah. And, and next time we'll drag Gina in here. Yes, she actually I is on it. her way to Idaho at the moment. So. Yes. Yeah, I, like, I liked her comment as she was. I was leaving on Saturday. She goes, Oh, I got out of it. Have fun, Pamela. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you just wait. You'll be back, Gina. That's right. Yes. Paybacks are, are really their help. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And thank, thank you, you so yeah, much. Thank you. And thank you, Teton Therapy. The Riverton Local Ladies Call to Action is made possible by Teton Therapy. To get in touch with the show, email Tencast at county10.com for more local podcasts. Follow Tencast on Facebook 
or visit county10.com and click the podcast tab. The best way to help Riverton local ladies is to subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you've got a friend that may be interested, let them know about a Riverton local ladies in the Call to Action podcast. Bethany's back next month with an all-new Call to Action and back next week with more Riverton local ladies.